0: i am the devil and i am here to do the devil's work what
1: matter kid don't you like clowns and when herman munster puts his head to something herman munster puts his head to it unless of course i've recorded five episodes in the span of Two weeks, You've three weeks. A busy little boy. It's been very busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, I've you know I've watched fifteen movies. Yeah, I watched that's... a four-hour wrestling pay-per-view last night. Good God, dude! Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of. You wouldn't think it's a lot of work to sit on your ass and watch things, but it's it's been a lot of work to sit on my ass and watch
0: things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, you're an insomniac, though. You've got the you can find this this time. True. Got the time. You've got the true. I fell asleep at
1: five a.m.
0: Really. This morning. <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> yeah. I uh I don't even know what time I fell asleep. I dozed in and out. Like, yeah. I finished Lord Sa- Lords of Salem and uh, mm. then just... And is sweet sweet slumber. Yeah, I
1: just <laughs> <laughs> all bother. Hey, that's a good heckin' segue to today's continued discussion about Sir Robert Zombie. Uh, I'm just plum tired of <laughs> <laughs> two episodes in
0: uh how you feeling i'm getting fatigued yeah i, I won't lie yeah. uh i was fine with house and devils i wasn't I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I usually watch one of them around the halloween season uh, sure three from hell uh, <laughs> i will never watch again probably i'm happy i own it <laughs> yeah <laughs> to never watch I, again i almost bought it yeah uh, before we recorded anything or watched anything. I'm glad this show is saving you money. Yeah, in a, in a roundabout way. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to some of the later movies, though. Yeah. At least just out of morbid curiosity.
1: Today's episode, we're, we're smack dab in the middle.
0: We're doing
1: Lords of Salem and 31, but we're flipping it. Because I want to talk about the movie I liked at the end. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> We are skipping Haunted World of El Super because it just didn't feel like part of his
0: canon, even though it is. Yeah, it's it's a nice little side quest, I would say. Yeah, like if you're really into Rob Zombie stuff, his music. Which I've seen that I've seen it too. It's yeah. not good. I don't. I didn't enjoy it when I was. Yeah. I was young when I saw it.
1: Because mm, it's a cartoon for babies, and you were a baby when yeah, you watched. It's a rated R <laughs> cartoon for babies. <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess we're, we're going to just, uh, talk. I wanted to get into this because we, we talked a lot of movie last time and this time I want to talk about the man himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Robert Bartle Cummings.
0: Wow. Rob Zombie as we know him. You're telling me his family name isn't Zombie? No. Good God. I know.
1: Right. Known mostly for, I think, his musical abilities in two very popular bands his solo group and his first group white zombie although strangely it seems he's been distancing himself more from white
0: zombie he's definitely been mentioning them less in interviews
1: i watched uh, a video with him and howie mandel of all people yeah
0: i listened to that podcast
1: yeah we're 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 on a first name basis where Howie yeah. said, <laughs> <of the> show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, brought up Shawnee salt and, and was like, you know, what about that? And
0: Rob was like,
1: nah, I don't want to talk about it. It's very weird.
0: Yeah. Very bizarre. It is. Yeah. There's definitely some behind the scenes stuff. Or yeah. Some- and like the
1: drummer, one of the drummers from white zombie, you know, hopped over and joined him on the solo side. Mm hmm. So there's a story. No, oh, yeah, I don't know it. He ain't saying it, but uh, I think it's very, very interesting. He's also not been playing many songs from the White Zombie years on his live shows anymore, aside oh, from yeah. like the ones you know, you yeah, know, like Thunder
0: Kiss. Yeah, uh, yeah. More human than human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I did a little bit of listening. Of the past couple of days to White Zombie, so I, I wasn't did too. Super I in white did too. Zombie. I knew him. I knew his solo group more because that was more of my time. Right? How'd you feel of White about White Zombie? <laughs> yeah. uh, there was there was some good stuff in there, uh, and I think it's a unique sound. Yeah, it's very. Um, it's not what you would expect. Yeah, especially no.
1: those early albums. Yeah,
0: those early ones are definitely a trip into the weird, for sure. That's a fair yeah. way to put that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they split in uh what 98 and then he you know started his solo band in 98 yeah so back in the white zombie days it was Sean Yee Salt and Ina Kostabi um that they met in Parsons School of Design band started as pretty much an almost like industrial noise rock it grew shows Um, eventually the sound evolved into what we know Rob Zombie to be now distorted vocals, poppy power riffs and obscure horror samples. But the people in the band were kind of pushing back on all the digital stuff that Zombie was doing. Yeah. Which from what I read was kind of a a reason why they were like, yeah, we don't want to, I don't want to do this. You're kind of removing like the human element of it. In White Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, fine, we're uh, breaking up. And then, like, five days later, his solo album came out. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, like, really soon after. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: That first, that solo album really has a lot of the uh, more oh, the, digital stuff. The Hellbilly Deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the first albums I ever bought, like, physically. It was a great album. It was, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It
1: still holds up, There's I think.
0: There's, like, maybe one or two tracks I skip on it. Yeah.
1: Um... Those
0: first few White Zombie albums are not... They're not for me. They're... I'll say musically I think it's for me, but vocally I don't like Rob Zombie on them. <laughs> if that makes sense. I think he gets better as he goes. Well, I think
1: the recordings themselves are very tinny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's a big part and of it. it's And like, it's like brash and clingy. Like and this is from a guy who likes Sonic Youth. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> and I'm saying these don't work. There's... There are some elements I like and some I don't like. I'm pretty sure I heard like a banjo mixed in, oh, like hell a real yeah. muted picking banjo in one of those songs. Hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. All right, I'm into it was, that. It was a nice You're selling feature. me. Yeah, it was a nice little like it, it's all in the mix, man. <laughs> sure, it's all in the mix. Sure. You needed headphones. You needed headphones. That's what it You was. needed good, The good speakers.
1: Um, yeah, his solo work is a lot more poppy, singable, and kind of expertly weaves in horror references and samples. Kind of crazy though that he went into this school. As like a graphic design artist and came out as a rock
0: star, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, <laughs> hell, he's he's kind of an everyman. He's done he's yeah. done a little bit of everything. He really when has. You listen to him talk. I mean, comic books, yeah. Designing haunted house attractions. That's kind animated. of animated work. He designed the
1: music video sequence in Beavis and ButtHead Do America. Yeah, yeah. The- when they're tripping out in the, in the desert to and the, the white zombie song. Yeah. And, and the, he does. Yeah. As you said, like steady design work with universal for ha- Halloween horror nights, mm-hmm. like not even the one house that he was commissioned to be
0: based off of. Yeah. Some years he just pops in and does shit. That's kind of a, a neat thing to do. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure he's getting paid obviously, but like, oh yeah. And,
1: yeah. and it's not like universal. Isn't like slapping his name on it of like,
0: yeah. Rob Zombie's,
1: you know... Rob Zombie's... Universal Horror Unmasked or whatever. Universal... Which I think is the name of one of the... I was trying to think of houses. a funny movie, but I couldn't oh, think of a oh. funny
0: horror movie from Teen Universal. World. Rob oh. Zombie's <laughs> Rob Zombie's... Well, I'd actually watch Rob Zombie's Yeah, TV. I know. It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> That's like, you can put his name in front of anything and it kind of makes it a like
1: tantalizingly, interestingly Yeah, cool. it is kind of strange. We'll talk about that next episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: we <laughs> Um... But his work with Universal almost kind of made him, like, the perfect choice for a low-budget horror during that, like, film brat era. I think it's almost, like, what got him in the door, you know? Yeah. So, much like one of my favorite podcasts, Blank Check, we're, we're going to do a little rundown treatment on, on Robert Zombie oh, here. Oh, please. Hit, me, hit <laughs> me with it. First Halloween made a shit ton of money and gave him the guarantor for a free pass to make whatever he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And the film he made after that was the polarizing sequel halloween 2 that made substantially less money mm-hmm. than halloween 1 and i think after the whole weinstein studio system he said fuck that and made lords of salem in 2012 which i think you could almost see as like a passion project mm-hmm. and uh,
0: absolutely yeah
1: yeah and then when that didn't really make money <laughs> or the money he wanted it to make he made thirty one as almost like a
0: dip his toe back in the well. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah, I I didn't really look at thirty one like that, but yeah. now I I can definitely yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: From the from the business and financial side of things. Yeah, I wasn't looking at
0: it from that angle.
1: There are also two movies that almost nobody really talks about, mm-hmm. let alone Rob Zombie fans. Do it, not talk about yeah. Lords of Salem or Thirty One. Yeah, or El Super Visto. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> so much so that we so excluded. much so that we don't even talk about it. I mean, I've I've got friends who are big Rob Zombie fans that have
0: never seen Lords of Salem. That's crazy to me. Right? Because I was a big Rob Zombie fan as a young lad. Yeah. And I watched pretty much everything up to 31. So mm. multiple times too. Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that that people didn't
1: see it. So let's uh let's get into those two movies while we you know burn through the witches how about that yeah i like it (laughs) which is fitting and we'll get to it at the end of this absolutely (laughs) Um, so we're gonna go in opposite order uh mostly because of my preference so we're (laughs) kicking off with 31 ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages tonight we are going to play 31 Is it hunting time now? You want to see something funny? I hate No.
0: I should apologize in advance for not sharpening this thing.
1: <laughs> Crunch. Where are you at with 31? Had you, you hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't either. Yeah, we both went in blind. Did you know anything about it or expect anything about it going in?
0: We both shared a single sentence that we knew about it when I was over to record last time. Yeah, uh, which was we both thought it was some sort of like haunted house escape room thing. Yes, yes, which was somewhat correct. That was that was on the right track. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: especially once a big top gets in, involved in yeah. like the what second act or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also knew cuz it was like hot off the track of that strange period of time where we were dealing with scary clowns it was right in the like, like just walking around that. the woods mm-hmm. in real life that's what i thought this movie was going to be when it, then, when they announced it like you ago. hear the like the headline of like rob zombie makes killer clown movie and you're yeah. like well what the fuck could that possibly be that sounds crazy it does and then you watch this and it's not yeah. <laughs> it's really not that. It's not a killer clown movie. It's killers with face paint on. Yeah,
0: they're not doing the like. There's like there's like two <laughs> clowns, and they're definitely rob zombie clowns. Yes. Richard Brake's character, as he tells you up front, yeah. is not a
1: clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the movie. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, as I said before, keep in time, he's, Keep in mind he's coming off this tumultuous time with studio systems working for the Weinsteins. So, Lords of Salem was this passion project that basically bombed. Mm-hmm. Lords of Salem, I think, I don't remember the exact numbers. I want to say it cost him, like, whatever, like $2 million, and it literally made two million dollars like it broke even Mm -hmm. which is not good not at all (laughs) Um, so then 31 was a bit of a return to formula hellbilly deluxe 2 if you will
0: yeah i
1: I absolutely see that being the case 70s throwback filled with vile blood-soaked characters being tortured in a carnival setting make no mistake this guy if he could would stealth remake every Toby Hooper film with Alabama Skullfuckery.
0: Oh. He <laughs> fucking loves Toby Hooper.
1: Could you imagine his Poltergeist?
0: <laughs> that might be one of the worst movies ever made if you, if you, if you throw Rob Zombie in a Poltergeist. Yeah. R- Rob Zombie's The Exorcist. Yeah, right. Jesus be, Christ. I know that's not w, right, right. Now I'm just on that track. <laughs> yeah, just 70s horror.
1: I went into this film thinking it was basically going to be Hostile Meets the Fun House.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of think all of his movies have a little bit of that hostile, like yeah. mean-spirited, nasty gore.
1: Yeah, and you know, I feel like every, almost every review after the fact that I read on Letterboxd was like, this is his most mean-spirited
0: film yet. No. I was like, you... See almost nothing in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's honestly one of his more tame ones. Yeah, uh, in the ultra violent arc of his career. Yeah, there's way worse shit happening just in the opening
1: credits of Devil's Rejects. Oh yeah, there,
0: there's a, <laughs> like there's like an extended like <laughs> rape scene in yeah, that movie. Yeah, that they filmed like forty times because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so we open with the disclaimer
1: of the events we're about to witness. From Richard Brakes, Doomhead, just staring
0: down the camera, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I liked. I thought that was a cool opening and, and a nice shot. Yeah,
1: it's like a trailer park version of the opening of Frankenstein. Yeah, and it's monochrome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. really neat.
1: It is. It's like a double white. It's like a double Frankenwide. It's a frank. It's a double Frankenwide. A uh, double. Franken-wide. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the scene transitions nicely into the film, setting the tone. So he goes from telling us you know about the shit that's about to happen to telling a guy that's in front of him what he's about to do to him um and that's that's good editing yeah i feel like we gave him so much shit last time we did about editing and we were on frankly you're still not uh, out on this one because we're gonna talk about it (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this film knowing it going in it's gonna be violent if you if you put these opening credit sequences Right next to Devil's Rejects opening sequences, I don't think you could tell the difference in the film. Yeah. they are the same exact scenes pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: yeah, I mean the, through a lot of the like pre-release interviews and like the press tour interviews, he compares it to Devil's Rejects.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the movie the fans loved. Yeah, that's the movies the
0: fans wanted. I mean, it's the one I love. I don't want it again. It was fine. We 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 said it last. It was the perfect ending, and yeah, and then people just clamored for more, which is now we got, which is always bad. Hell. We got it's always bad when oh, the yeah. creator
1: listens to the fans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it almost never works out. Um, just like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we're in a van on the road, except this time they're all carnies, and um, this van fucking rules. By the way, does
0: it? Yeah, you, you, you were you, impressed by you. Van. Not into that van. I wasn't really looking at the van as a character, honestly.
1: I'm not looking at the can- van as a character. I'm just looking at it as a as a, a piece of uh, something for me to live in. A piece of fine machinery. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sure it had, like, the shag carpeting in the works. Oh, God, that's wonderful. In that dry Texas sun, mm, Ooh, you gotta love it. Crusty. The shag. Car- yeah, and everybody's... Probably no AC in that thing. Most definitely late 70s, not. so... No, which is fine. I'm used to that, as Well, you know. yeah. Yeah, with that <laughs> shag
0: carpeting back there, you're just sweating into yeah. it. Yeah. Just an outline of you crusted into a carpet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and let's be real; these guys, these guys in this van—they're they're eating in there. They're oh they're yeah, pissing and shitting and fucking in there. It's a filthy van. It's a filthy van, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was more into the exterior of it
0: with the with the, uh, the exterior of the was clown. Cool, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, they stop at a gas station and run into E.G. Daily, uh, Dottie, as we all know her yeah from peewee's big adventure i know
0: her as uh, tommy pickles yes also true from Rugrats. yeah 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 there's
1: a lot of things about me you don't know anything about daddy things you wouldn't understand things you couldn't understand things you shouldn't understand i don't understand
0: you don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me i'm a loner daddy a
1: rebel before coming across a scarecrow distraction does this maybe sound like House of a Thousand Corpses again?
0: Yeah. yeah that's, that's beat for beat the exact scene in House of a Thousand Corpses. This
1: movie is House of a Thousand Corpses with a Devil's Rejects Paint Job. Yeah, I could see
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> might, if you take out like the supernatural stuff from House of a Thousand Corpses. Which might not even be real. Yeah, like, that's, might not yeah, even that's be true. Yeah. real in
1: the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get kidnapped by the Dixie Aquabats. <laughs> 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 and they're taken to a murder castle to play Thirty One. That would have
0: been a better movie.
1: Uh, what with the Dixie Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes I just write things and I don't remember what I wrote, so I just go with it here. Thirty One is basically like a discount Most Dangerous Game, dressed up like a Hunger Games, but with fidgets dressed like Nazis <laughs> and killer clowns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm not wrong you're not, no, not I, I mean the most dangerous game could you well never mind i was gonna say could you imagine rob zombies most dangerous game but we it's, watched, it's right it's here 31. yeah yeah, yeah i was giving him too much credit right <laughs> there was uh there
1: was a time when i was working at the bookstore and i think most dangerous game was on a reading list for like high school yeah. so we just had people calling in constantly like you got the most dangerous you have the most dangerous game and uh you know you get tired of getting the same call over and over again so much so that sometimes you pick up the phone and say thank you for calling half price books we have the most dangerous game <laughs> <laughs> um one time I picked up and and a girl was like do you have the most dangerous game and I said oh it's man <laughs> and she said what are you talking about and I said you'll find out <laughs>
0: No, I'm out of copies. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you just practice bits on customers. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I do it still. That's impressive.
1: I did it while doing pizza delivery as well. I know.
0: (laughs) They're not getting away from it. (laughs) They can't escape your bits. No, they love it. They They love tasty bits. Yeah.
1: Yeah. From, From this point, we're mostly just like barely getting connected scenes of characters in peril they meet up they get split up little nazis trying to kill everybody um oh early on in the film there is an early black sacrifice which is fun <laughs> as uh, as baby i mean charlie <laughs> um, runs away she's eventually caught by this by the little nazi but uh meg foster saves her I think at this point, I, to be honest, I really only care about Malcolm McDowell's Father Murder, which is a name so bad that even an AI couldn't come up with it, and uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips' is Roscoe Pepper, which is a pretty cool fucking name. Roscoe Pepper's
0: <laughs> Father Murder. Yeah. Not a fan of that one? I mean, I, I love Malcolm McDowell. Yeah
1: and i think he's fun in the movie but it's a stupid name it sounds like a borderlands
0: boss <laughs> it does sound like a <laughs> borderlands boss i bet rob zombie fucking loves borderlands Uh i don't know isn't isn't aren't those games uh produced by like a pedophile or some shit no i think what that dude do it was it was i know it was, it's randy Pitch, pitchford yeah uh, yeah yeah he, Left a flash drive full of oh, porn that's in the workplace.
1: Okay, just a pervert.
0: Yeah, he's just he's just a run of the mill like just a kind of open air pervert. Yeah, he's one of those, I'm gonna hit the bathroom for five hours. <laughs> <you know. laughs> <laughs>
1: right. And make very loud noises while he's in there. Oh, yeah. So after an accidental cannibalism scene, we get interrupted by some chainsaw yokels and another run and hide ensues. Um, they end up in a big top tent with a gimmicked bloody woman that may or may not have been in on it. I I don't know. I, I don't think she was. I don't think
0: she was. But our friend Roscoe thinks she was. Yeah, because it was the priest's wife oh, from okay. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
1: so the chainsaw assholes show up and <laughs> some of the just the worst editing and camera work this side of a Taken 3 fence jump I've ever
0: fucking seen. The action scenes are all like that. It's really movie. bad. They're all just cut horribly, and I think that wraps back into the whole 20-day shoestring budget thing. Sure. I'm not gonna say if you gave him more money it wouldn't be like that, because I think he's just prone to cutting action like that.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the action in Devil's Rejects wasn't that, like, explosive. Yeah. But he did manage to linger on it and cover
0: it better than this but also
1: like as i mean we didn't even talk about it this movie was crowdfunded
0: yeah yeah through two different donations uh campaigns on some website i don't remember now it's here's not a kickstarter or anything here's a question i have for you mm.
1: why would a multi-millionaire need his fans pay to get a movie made my theory <laughs>
0: Yes. On this. Is yes. Is that he did not want to make this movie.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: And... Because he
1: didn't have to. No, he didn't. He has, as he said, in a Howie Mandel interview, I have more money than I know what to do with.
0: Yeah, but you get the fans to foot the bill for most of your movie. 1.5 million, I believe. Yeah, if it Which tanks, isn't much for, you no, know, a no. film. If it tanks. Which It did. It did. <laughs> It's more so on their dime, and you just have to worry about everyone getting their paychecks. Mm. And then you also don't necessarily owe a studio any money. Because I I didn't look at the distributors on this, but it might have been his own company? I think it was. Which I think is Spook Show. Yes. Right? Spook Show International. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, I think think the point of getting it crowdfunded was, A, he didn't want to make this movie. But, B, he thought maybe if he... They, or he, thought maybe if they got the fans to foot the bill... And it made money? Good. They sure. just full surplus made money.
1: It might have also been a way for him to gauge whether or not they wanted this movie.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, through their donations, they're showing that they want the movie. And yeah. Yeah. Honestly,
1: yeah. they did. And then that's also a good way to take it to a distributor and be like, look, the fans gave me this. These are the same fans who are going to watch it. You are guaranteed a pocket Of not only what they gave me, but also their tickets. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Because I think it only made $850,000. Yeah, it made like no money. (laughs) No, it made no money.
0: Probably a lot of that too was... I'm assuming donation incentives probably gave people access to the movie in some way. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe digitally, so they weren't necessarily doing a big theater run. Right. It was probably straight... To VOD to, at the time it might have been, yeah. or like very limited run. Yeah, you know, like a New York and L.A. There's Blu-rays out there of it. I have it. I mean, it's oh yeah, Blu-ray I have the Blu-ray.
1: One. Yeah, um, you, you can you can get this Blu-ray for like just three about fucking dollars. Just used. By, throw stone, you'll hit it. <laughs> throw stone, you'll get a it's thirty-one. Like, it's like Forrest Gump or Rain Man. And yet, it's a movie nobody that I hear nobody talk about. Yeah, no one's watching. And it. yet, somehow everyone's owned it. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> Every, I think it just.
1: It's like a Dybbuk box. It just oh okay, your, your yeah, possession.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: like a tribble. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next scene, we get the oh the the chainsaw clowns are dead. That's important. Yeah, they're I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so next we get a giant tattoo clad German asshole who's been should have been played by Flula Borg, but wasn't. <laughs> um, and in, and a, a
0: E.G. Daly is this rave goth girl. I guess. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. Really attracted to E.G. Daily as a clown. Oh yeah, yeah, it does something for me. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I, I watched this movie. I specifically wrote in my. <laughs> oh, is this the only note you took? No, no, I took. <laughs> I, that be great? I, I took several notes. Oh, okay. I, but we'll get in there. Tell me the things. I I just wrote discovering that I might like clown women. <laughs> <laughs> New fetish unlocked. Yeah, it was, man, that was a great scene. That. <laughs> That's why I gave this movie two stars, honestly. It was the opening scene and E.G. Daly's like five minutes of screen time in this movie. I mean, the the, the scene at the beginning with
1: her. Not bad either. Not bad? I don't think I could give her the time of day. Because I'm a rebel and a loner. You're
0: a rebel and a loner? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I think... She shouldn't
0: be with this. She couldn't be with this. Yeah, I don't... I don't think she could put a lasso around you. <laughs> she, she couldn't control you. No. So then we
1: get basically what is the Coliseum scene from Escape from New York, but I couldn't really watch it because there were strobe lights happening for about 15 minutes. Oh, I looked away. I Yeah, I
0: looked away and wrote. It just,
1: I, yeah, it hurts. I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I just threw some
0: notes down just to give me an excuse to like, put that down <laughs> Right. <around my> face. <laughs>
1: uh this jamaican guy gets wrecked so so charlie and meg foster exact their revenge that's not a real
0: jamaican accent right you don't think so no
1: it's hard to tell he's that good of an actor he's that he's that (laughs) he's an actor no now with with these two women just destroying all these folks who's the real monster here right
0: (laughs) it's the question the movie poses
1: yeah do you lose your humanity at this point in the film I pondered a, a theory, a guess as to what the ending of the film was gonna be. And I was guessing that Sherry Moon become is the last survivor and but becomes a killer for the organization. Oh, that would have been a cooler ending.
0: That actually would have been a cooler ending. <laughs> My and my very first note. Gee, I wonder which character will make it to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right.
1: <laughs> oh, as soon as they were like running through the characters, and they were like number five, five hundred to one. I was like, well, there's your, well, there's who the survivor is going to be. Yeah, you guys might want to rethink your betting strategy because uh, you're not going to win any money betting it, on her. It was a
0: very predictable movie in hindsight. It's extremely
1: predictable. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's the game of death, right? You just, you go into the tower, you work your way up to the final boss, and then you're free. Air quotes. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, right? (laughs) So at this point, we formally meet uh, Richard Briggs, Doomhead, who's our main boss, I guess. It was around here that I realized that we were just doing some, like, Greek mythology kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of muddled themes in here. All these powdered wig fucks were, like, the fates. Yeah. You know, and the unfortunate side of that is it was really just making me think about Clash of the Titans, which I'd rather been watching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that I Rob Zombie loves introducing characters just mid-sex. Just yeah. going in. Yeah. So Richard Brake rocks in this movie. Yeah, he's the best part. He is. Yeah, he's absolutely the best part. Yeah. Could have went for a shorter sex scene. Or a better shot sex scene. More intimate. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> More up close, personal. With sure, Richard why not? It's just
1: I wanted Richard Brake to hang brain. We saw we saw Sid Higgs balls in the last movie. <laughs> that's what
0: I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> might as might as well send it. Yeah, why
1: not? You're already there. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. So I think that that's kind of me wanting to be watching Clash of the Titans is kind of the, what my main problem with this movie is that the film pulls from so many other sources mm. that I. It just makes me think about other movies that I'd rather be watching. <laughs> Which isn't good. There like was... Meg Foster's in this. Yeah. I'd rather be watching They Live.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's on my list this, for this month. Oh, too. is it on the dump? It's it's not even on the dump. I, just, you I don't just even got think it. I've just ever get seen it. They You've Live never all the way through. Oh my god, it's great. I've seen like a good half of it. Mm. All the iconic oh, scenes and stuff, you know. Every half is a good half. So. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh so, like Meg Foster gets killed around here. I don't really remember really remember how. um then we do some third act thrill of the hunt kind of bullshit sacrifices. Oh, Roscoe sacrifices himself here to save
0: Charlie so she can escape. He should have crawled into that pipe and died in the pipe. That would have hindered the clown's progress more. That would have yeah, a true friend would have died in the pipes, all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a
1: new turn of phrase like oh man we had this great plan but it died in the pipe (laughs) 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 so she escapes through the the pipe but doomhead you know cuts her off she she basically like runs out finds this house but whoopsie doodle it ain't a safe place it's a bad place. It,
0: it's got the thing from the gas station
1: it's there. It's Texas Chainsaw.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Similar to any Bond villain, Doomhead spends too much time yapping and not enough happening. Yeah, he monologues
0: <laughs> <for> way <laughs> so, too
1: long. So he runs out of time. They forgot to tell you that there's a time limit, really, on this. They tell you, but they don't really make it a
0: thing. Yeah, they kind of forget to remind you a couple times. They should have
1: done the 24 thing and just had, like, the t- gunk clock.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, at some points they're like there are three hours, and then they're like seven hours. They don't tell you if that's how long it's been or if that's how many they have left. Right. I don't
1: fucking get this movie. <laughs> so yeah, the weapons down. Charlie lives and is like just walking, just walking, and then Doomhead shows up, and then they have a switchblade standoff, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, slow mo pound credits. <laughs> pound, pound credits it's a rob zombie movie
0: it's We're like g- what an end what a weird ending what a dumb fucking movie yeah, it's almost like <laughs> he just didn't know how to end it <laughs> yeah, it would have right. been cooler if she became one of the one of the heads they because they almost set it up because when they go to kill that clown he's like they make us they make us yeah, this. yeah right that was it was there you planted
1: it's the right scene. that's uh Chekhov's dead Nazi. Yeah. Right there. <laughs>
0: you just got to sprinkle some water on yeah. it. Let it, <laughs>
1: let it sprout and do an Auschwitz. We. God damn it. We gave Rob Zombie too much credit. Yeah. We thought maybe he knows how to end a movie now. Maybe he figured it out. Maybe he knows how setup and payoff works. No. He did not. No. <laughs> that did not
0: happen. I was really There's even
1: a moment in it where she like slit someone's throat or something yeah, yeah. like you're like oh she's kind of getting into this it was
0: eg daily yeah
1: you're like oh she's dick she's kind of loving yeah, killing she's, these fucking people she's fucking with this
0: it's right there yeah it's the seed is playing it's like a last minute pivot at the end it's and boring and it's boring maybe it's a boring ending maybe again another me just theorizing maybe it's a sequel bait because maybe she lives. Yeah. And B, maybe right. it's some sort of mimicking of Devil's Rejects, which became sequel bait. Yeah, that's true. Because maybe they lived that and is they true. did. I didn't even think about that part. So I think that's
1: sort of the tie-in. I went into this knowing that it was a failure and didn't make money, so I knew there wouldn't be a sequel. I, yeah, I knew it was a failure. But So I didn't even think, like, filmmaking-wise, like, oh, he's going to set it up for a sequel. Right. Because who the fuck would finance it? 32. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there wouldn't be a sequel, because it didn't say the end with a
0: question mark. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they killed off the midget Nazi quite quick. I yeah. Thought, I thought we'd get a little bit more screen time with him. I kind of liked him. Not... Sure. Not, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't identify with him. You're not a, no, him. no, 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 no. No. <laughs> the actor's good, though. Yeah, not he was... so much in Three from Hell. Oh, yeah, that was the same guy in Three mm-hmm. from Hell. Yeah. Wow. He... What range? was he in wards of salem oh as the little turkey man <laughs> as the turkey man. <laughs> oh man i didn't even think about yeah, that because i didn't i didn't look up the cast because like <sighs> i said i just
1: right but just knocked out yeah interesting i'm not gonna look into that because i don't care enough about I this know, guy's my, career <laughs> it's, no it's my headcanon now that he was the turkey man okay so how what how'd you feel How'd you feel about 31? Well, and I, I want to apologize in advance that I
0: I brought you along on this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's been eye open. Yeah. It's been eye open for a lot of reasons. Um, right. I'll probably never watch this movie again. Um, I own it now on Blu-ray. So do I. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to get rid of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am too, actually. Um, oh, boy.
0: I gave it two stars. One star because Richard Brake kicks ass. And... Yeah, really makes the movie. Without him, he'd be, the movie would be so much worse. I don't remember what I gave... No, I do remember. I gave you, this one and a half. Yeah, you gave it one and a half. Which brings me to the point
1: that I... It's a race to the bottom.
0: It really is. It's a race yeah. to the bottom, but go on. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, the other star was just me. It was pure hubris because EG Daily was hot. For she like did a minutes. thing for you. She did a thing for you. <laughs> I
1: cannot wait, and I think we should plant the seeds for this for next episode. Uh-huh. I cannot wait for us to do our rankings. Oh yeah, I'm intrigued as to how it's all going to play out um, between this and Three from Hell. It's a it's a race to the bottom mm-hmm. of his filmography. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's mostly handheld with like really bad editing, some of the worst editing. Bad coverage too. Oh, that was my next sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're synced. Yeah. Our cycles synced.
1: Well, I mean, just bad co- coverage makes for desperate editing. Yeah, yeah. Because you have nothing. The set pieces are all pulled from better movies,
0: and the screenplay is barely existent. The sets are actually... That's funny that you said that. Mm. A lot of it was filmed at Willow Street Studios, which is a place that a lot of places have... Oh, filmed. really? Yeah, like any place that has like a factory interior, TV ah, shows, yeah, they yeah. film it there. And And then the the other part was filmed at, like, some abandoned uh, power factory. Oh.
1: Oh, my God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Positives? You got anything?
0: Richard Brake? Yes. uh, Hot EG Daily Clown? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the set design was kind of neat. And yeah. I I really liked the costume design cuz I like that costume designer whose name escapes me. I feel all, like her first name's Carrie. All of the shit in the like like where Malcolm McDowell mm-hmm. was, like that all looked super cool. Seeing how they filmed that uh like theater scene, cause they only had 2 days with Malcolm McDowell on yeah. The set. Yeah. And uh seeing how they filmed that in the making of was one of the more neat parts of mm. the movie, I think. Yeah, um, I didn't spend much time with any uh extras. I finished it. it I wanted I like, to be done. I finished it, and I was like, <laughs> "I have to know. Why. <laughs> I have to know where it went wrong." And uh, and yeah, the costume designer—I think she knocked it out of the park with with the costumes. Yeah. Even though, I mean, the concept and the sets a little goofy, right? But, um, I think the soundtrack
1: is solid as are most Rob Zombie films. Yeah, was this John Five? And the was score it? by yeah. John Five is like. It's good. It's derivative of Carpenter, but, like,
0: it's kind of a welcomed derivative. (laughs) it's nice. Yeah, you don't really hear that much in, that much, like, Carpenter-esque stuff anymore in shows. And when you do, it's Stranger Things. Right, right. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips was good. Yeah. Richard
1: Brake always shows up, but he has no support. No, he's To put it in restaurant parlance. He's he's on the floor, he's doing all the work, but he has no support, so there's just nothing but dirty tables around him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that analogy. It's, yeah. it's fair. Yeah, I think it is. I think Sherry Moon gives probably one of her worst performances in a Rob Zombie movie here. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah.
1: Look, I don't know if she's done any other movies that are not Rob Zombie movies, I but I
0: would I would venture to
1: say that this is this is her worst performance in any film. I think so. Honestly, yeah. And I think Okay, I'm going to rag on Rob Zombie real... I had this part at the end, mm-hmm. but after Lords of Salem, it felt weird for me to rag on Rob Zombie, because I... i Spoilers, I like that movie. Um, So I think this is the best place for me to tell this wonderful story about uh, Mr. Robert Zombie. That's been with me for years, and kind of has tainted the way I've seen the man. I'm for, very excited. For a long, long time. He has depicted some of the most vile and brutal shit on film. His songs are dark, and he Kind of conjures a Charles Manson vibe with his look. Big Charles Manson fan. Big big manhead. Yeah, big, <laughs> big manhead. His work on the whole kind of reeks of this southern fried hellbilly giblet kind of bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But our good friend Mister Cummings was born in Massachusetts and currently resides in Connecticut. Yeah. We're more southern than this guy is. When you think about it, it's <laughs> impressive how much more southern we are. Than right? He is. Now, I'm not saying that you can't make films about people or places that you are not from or familiar with. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of dangerous and gatekeeping for art. Oh, yeah. But what I'm saying is that Rob Zombie is to southern gothic as john fogarty is to new orleans that guy was from san francisco never set foot
0: <laughs> in the south neither of them i would wager yeah
1: hadn't set foot in the south
0: for a good chunk of
1: their lives right it's a fine line between like fraud poser and artist yeah uh but that's not the story that's the setup okay what's <laughs> here that was all to underwrite this story It's quick and concise. Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon Zombie called the cops on kids in a skate park for being too loud. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is in like 2010 or something. It's the most non-punk rock thing you could possibly do. Not only that, it was a state-installed skate park these motherfuckers these boomer assholes (laughs) voted on this and then complained about the consequences this motherfucker played at cbgb's (laughs) and cannot take some kids on their wheelie boards thus thus the punk ages i think joe strummer would kick your ass for some shit like this oh yeah (laughs) i think it's bullshit and i think that almost kind of summarizes how i feel about the man in general yeah. He's able to stand over here and put on a production uh, that's just disgusting. But then over here he's old man yells at clouds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a very interesting guy and in that I've never really known how to look at him cuz he's also like, you know, his movies are really gory, really violent, not so much with animals or anything, but he's a vegan. Yeah. Right? I uh, I mean, right. they rescue dogs. Yeah. He had he has goats he had goats or something yeah, yeah. he well they have a farm in Connecticut mm-hmm. uh so I don't know it's it's weird maybe it's him tapping into like his dark side or like you know sure. the things that scare mm-hmm. him right and what scares him is children on skateboards yeah <laughs> it's very weird maybe, maybe he's just accustomed to the the rich man lifestyle now you know I think that's it yeah I really think that is it I mean they're pretty big t- I mean they Sherry Moon Zombie had a clothing line in like 2006 mm. or something that went on for a minute and she just kind of hops from project to project now and must be nice gets paid to be in her husband's movies Boy wouldn't it be nice <laughs> <laughs> Well <laughs> we can get married and we can make all the movies together and we'll pay each other mm. and We can we can live separately and claim all the benefits well, one of us one of us will join the military. That'll have to happen. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Better yet, we'll have the fans pay to get the movies made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll crowdfund the movies.
1: I don't know. There's just something strangely... Like, capitalistic about... It's Kiss. He's Kiss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of posturing. It's... there. I don't know. I it's would... hard to put it into words, how I feel about him.
0: I think... That if he delves back into that hellbilly, hellbilly yeah, style, I yeah. think. Which he has. I mean, three from hell. Well, yeah. It, I like modern day though. Yeah. Like if his next movie after what the monsters was his last. Movie? Yeah. After that, if like his next one is some weird hellbilly South thing, I think it would be hard for me not to view it as pandering. Yeah. Especially. Right. After our next movie. Lords of Salem? Yeah. Okay, let's talk Lords of Salem. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you finally rented the dreaded number five. Oh, I hate to break it to you, but there is no person in number five. On the rare occasion.
0: the lords of salem possessing the souls of the salem women which the devil's child would inherit the earth welcome the lords of salem rated r in theaters april 19th
1: so, Sherry Moon, the wonderful Sherry Moon zombie. <laughs>
0: the wonderful. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Plays Heidi, a local DJ who comes into possession of a cursed album, cursed vinyl record. Mm-hmm. Um, the film opens with a coven of witches doing their thing, you know, screaming about shit and rubbing dirt on themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> witch, witch stuff. Yeah, Basic witch stuff. Witch yeah, stuff. It's, I mean, I do it in my spare time, too. Mm, you get ringworm that way. Me and the worms are in the ring. All the time. <laughs> oh, you're with the maggots now. Yeah, I'm with the maggots. Now. <laughs> I was digging through the ditches. Yeah, and they were burning through some witches. Yeah, and, wow. And then I got ringworm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the ringworm slammed in the back of your ass. That's what it is. <laughs> um. So then we're in present day, following Heidi. The morning routine, day at work. Uh, she receives a uh package from a what we assume is like a. A black metal band mm-hmm. called the lords um at home she hangs out with her co-worker herman both of her co-workers are named herman yeah one and- is uh jeff daniel phillips the other one is uh Kinfori Forey. doesn't really do much no, in the story he's support and his character's name is herman munster oh is it that's great and jeff daniel phillips went on to play herman munster insane crazy it's almost like <laughs>
0: it's,
1: it's like almost poetry like it this rhymes. guy fucking loves the monsters yeah this guy loves the monsters. <laughs> Jeff Daniel Phillips and Sherry Moon have really great chemistry in these scenes and feel genuinely natural. Uh, they get drunk and they play the album, kind of unleashing the curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day she goes to an NA meeting and they play the Lord's album on the air after talking to a witchcraft expert. I forget that dude's name. In the movie or the actor? Because I forget both. Both, yeah. yeah. I wrote it down later. He's um, He plays Senator Kelly in the X-Men Oh, yeah, he does. He's does. the guy that turns into the water, the blobfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew he looked familiar. He's in also places. in the Crucible. Which really? Is maybe why he's cast in this. Yeah, the Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That movie rocks, too. The movie does rock. It's pretty good.
1: At home, her landlord uh, kind of invites her in to meet her sisters, played by Patricia Quinn from Rocky Horror mm-hmm. and Dee Wallace, friend of the show. Friend of the (laughs) show. Well, you know, we've done Cujo, you know, (laughs) we go back. They give Heidi a palm reading and it kind of gets a little creepy, a little spooky, a little weird. Uh, Upstairs, she wanders into the vacant apartment and finds a neon cross and she like basks in the light. And then we get a flashback of like the
0: 1600s and a demon walking around fire. Mm hmm it's a really cool sequence it is <laughs> there's a lot of really neat See, like the we we glanced over it, but the transition to when she goes to work at the radio show yeah and it spins the, like the wheel of color around and turns shit. into the radio ad it's that really, really good neat. shit yeah the transitions he's really on it with them in that vision she's like told to to lead them and
1: then you know i think like a few days later she wanders into a church well it's probably the next day because this movie goes in. Yeah, day by day sequence. Yeah, yeah, She wanders into a church and she has a nightmare about a, I guess, giving a, a priest a head, and then he just, yeah, blah, 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 just, just
0: pukes, pukes up a bunch blood. of black stuff. Yeah, or before something. before I finished that scene, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it is a little odd to write like a weird sexual assault suck off scene with, with, with your, your wife. wife, right? But then it was a dream sequence, and I was like, oh, well. I'll give you half a point. I'll give you half a point. It's, <laughs> it's still fucking, a little weird, yeah, but. You fucking cuck. You <laughs> this movie does have a lot of cucking, Rob Zombie. <laughs> There's a lot of Rob Zombie cucking in this movie. Yeah, it's pretty hot shit. It is. It's great. <laughs> Sherry Wood's really hot in this movie, too. She's looking good. She's looking good for a, a woman of her age. Oh, that's like my age. <sighs> You're old. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> You're not that much older than me.
1: No. But I mean, this movie was like this is like what like ten years ago. She was old when to me when it came out. Sure, 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 right, right. And now look at you. Now look at me. I'm I'm wrinkled. <sighs> yeah, time has ravaged your once youthful face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the these are the days. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Oh, here's here's the dude's name. Uh, Francis. Yeah, that's the it. witchcraft expert has been doing research and uncovered uh, Margaret Morgan's curse. Uh, The daughter's daughters were cursed to perish, and Jonathan Hawthorne's spawn will be the carrier of the Antichrist, basically. To dull these visions that uh, Heidi has been having and the overstimulation, she reverts to her old ways of smoking heroin, baby. That's the way to do it. (laughs) Um, And as she's nodding off, her landlord shows up with her sisters, and they usher Heidi to the third act of the film, pretty much right when she walks into this golden room. You're in the third act that's now. That's right.
0: Pure, clean split.
1: Yeah, it's very rare to get, like, a point in a movie where you're like, oh, that
0: was the third act. Yeah, this is it, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, once once we hit there, we're, we're on our way out. Uh, this is where we get the image of Sherry Moon with the satanic black and white makeup. Uh, you get the chunky baby man that's built like a turkey. <laughs> uh, and he shocks her with some tentacles or some shit. Which was sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool um and being the vessel for satan takes a lot out of you so she's pretty lethargic she decides yeah. to take a nap right around here
0: yeah. do <laughs> once a week yeah you know? i lend my body to satan oh I gotta take a bit of a nap what
1: after. day <sighs> it varies you, you just kind of throw a dart at the wall sure sure that's the beauty about satan he's never on a schedule
0: yeah he's no he's he's you a know. you know he's a real rambling man yeah yeah well, the Gregorian
1: calendar was more of a Jesus thing. Yeah, yeah, he, he
0: runs on his own time. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Uh,
1: and his own dime. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis shows up and gets kind of intercepted by the, the, the coven, and they kill him with a frying pan. It's pronounced coven, man. What else could it be pronounced?
0: Uh, coven, uh, that's the proper pronunciation. No no no, coven, no, 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 no. Coven sounds like oven, man, and that's just, it doesn't work.
1: Like, Herman kind of pushes past them at some point. They're all sitting on the stairs just being a bunch mm-hmm. of stoop kids. And he's like, nah, fuck off, stoop kids. I gotta go talk to my friend Heidi. We got shit to do. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. So he grabs her. They go outside. And then Heidi's like, nah, deuces and pushes back into the building. And uh, I pretty much that's just seen as her, like, accepting it. Yeah. And then the film kind of, like, melts as this grand ritual is performed on a stage. And then Heidi comes out of the melting sequence, <laughs> like, surrounded by rot and fire. And the ancient Coven are there, and she burns a squirming, tentacled tumor. And the Coven rejoices as Nico sings on...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a lot of um, Velvet Underground in this. There this movie, is, yeah. Which yeah. is great. I and mean, that's kind of like a quick, quick, quick truncated version of the plot. It's a very slow and plotting film. Mm-hmm. It breathes and, and gives us time with the characters. Sherry Moon actually shows off her acting ability, and she's actually fucking great in this movie. She does
0: fantastic in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Also, the set design for her apartment kicks ass. Yeah, it's the whole time awesome. I was like, ooh, is it too late? Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, that trip to the moon. Yeah, Yeah. the, the Fred, George Melies She has a piece. couple. Uh, she has one in her bathroom. Yeah. That's a Millez piece. Yeah, may not be a Millez piece. No, that's the one with the the guys with the, like the mini guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the that Christ Yeah, yeah. It's good the, shit. The other Milliez piece is in um, her bedroom. There's the trip to the moon in her bedroom, and they have the one of the girl like sitting on the moon. Oh yeah, that's in the room at the end. Yeah, with the the cross. That kitchen's the great. Jesus saves oh, cross. That yeah, that kitchen. kitchen gorgeous. And then there's just for <laughs> one scene. There's a cabinet. Full of vintage robots. Like, I saw that. It's so cool, dude. Yeah. It's, oh, man. I loved every one of those robots. It was so I, cool.
1: Some of the best, like, and it's, like, subtle. Like, it, there's not yeah. much on this that feels out of place or over the top in the way almost every Rob Zombie movie does. Yeah.
0: It, I think the set design, especially her apartment and it her feels costume her. design. Yeah. It feels like yeah. either it would be the character that yeah. she is yeah. or it honestly could just be Sherry Moon because right. they're... They're really close together, and I think that's a good thing. It's a very
1: good thing. Um, How many times have you seen this before? Twice. This Uh, was my second time. This
0: was my third time. I saw it once when it came out, and then I watched it the year after it came out. Okay. And then I haven't seen it. Almost as to be like, was I right? Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: you you watched it and were like, that's really good. Next year, you're like, I might have been on something. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because...
0: When this came out, it was much different than anything he had done before. It still is, unfortunately. Yeah, and it still is. And um, I think it took two watches initially for me to accept that it was still yeah. him. Because when this came out, I was still very much... I was like in high school, maybe, and I was still very into Devil's Rejects. And You Habs. were digging through the ditch. I was digging through the ditches. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. ready to burn through the witches. No, no, no. It takes a while. It does. Uh,
1: similar to when every man grows up and learns that George Harrison was actually the best beetle.
0: He's been my favorite beetle for years. Eventually you have to grow up and learn. Come to think of it. The day I turned 18.
1: Yeah. When you became a man.
0: Yeah. got some hair on my chest and said, "Uh, George Harrison's always been the best beetle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was hard to make out what you were saying, but I felt it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good. I mean, how, I guess you kind of said the... had this been a high rating for you after the first time you'd seen it, though? Yeah, I enjoyed it the first yeah. time I saw it. Uh, I really
0: liked it the first time I saw it. Just kind of felt like you had to get used to it. Yeah, it felt it felt weird. Uh, I, I also think at the time I didn't really have much experience with like slower horror. Sure, that sure. ended in like that Folk sort of quarter. Yeah, was kind of new. Ended in that big like ritualistic. Yeah. big body horror effects type scene i love that turkey man yeah the turkey man's i laughed (laughs) i laughed but i loved it yeah uh yeah i I thought it was great both times i saw it and then seeing it this time i still think it's great yeah i think it is too sherry moon gets so
1: much shit for all the other rob zombie movies Mm -hmm. and she's phenomenal
0: yeah she's she when you give her a role that she can really sink into she is incredible and not like
1: overacting isn't her specialty
0: no, she cannot do that very well. She's, a, I think, she is a very subtle actor, and she'd be a really good like, like character actor, like a subtle yeah. character actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She feels
1: extremely like natural in this film. Yeah. Um, and the film itself looks great, as we said. Like it's like there's like film grain mm-hmm. to it. There's very muted
0: colors in it. It's very gray it's very uh it's shot very steady cam yeah which i think suits the style he's trying to emulate really well yeah he loves those like well he loves grindhouse obviously like sure sort of yeah. movies, but he loves the seven late 70s era of movies yeah and then you get that push into the 80s that people talk about all the time where it's sort of the what is it called like the the long 70s is what oh sure. It, sure where a lot of those early 80s films are really indicative of that late 70s right. long shot steady cam style and i i think well yeah i mean what steady cam when was the shining 70
1: was it eight i th- i wanted to say it was 81 S- i think it was yeah one you're of those, right. which is the first film to ever use yeah the steady cam so yeah. like, that's when you really start to get that shit mm-hmm. yeah. which probably is what prolonged a lot
0: of that stuff yeah was a steady cam and i i think it, this movie perfectly suits that sort of style oh, big that time. you can tell he really enjoys.
1: I love his, there's not a lot of it in it, but like his use of color mm-hmm. in the film, like that neon sign. Yeah. Like in any other movie, a neon sign would not mean shit, mm-hmm. but because this movie's so gray, just having like a bolt of, of red yeah. there, like says something when she's like fully quote unquote possessed that. The scene behind her is just like bathed in red.
0: Mm -hmm. That whole temple at the end—it's all gold. That was the temple looked great. That was (sighs) really neat. It was—it's so good. And that whole ending shot, too, uh, with her atop the pile of bodies. Yeah, that was like art. Yeah, right. That might be honestly the best thing he's ever shot visually. Yeah. It it looked like a uh, Frazetta painting. It was incredible. Yeah, it, it, it's the most inspired shot. Like if you obviously.
1: took her out and put Conan the Barbarian on top of that, it would be. It's right pretty there. much it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. It's the most inspired shot of his filmography. Yeah, yeah.
1: All of the witch stuff is just like bathed in like warm mm-hmm. colors, which, on one hand, conjures fire burning at the stake. On the other hand, is like inviting. Yeah, and warm which is what she's feeling, because mm-hmm. she's been doled because of heroin, that she's now, oh, I found a place where I'm accepted. That makes sense. And I'm yeah. wanted.
0: Um, yeah, they don't lean too heavy into the drug aspect of it. No, so but so like, I, I didn't even think about it. It's there. Yeah, it's there. It's, her it's whole like life deterrent. is gray. Her whole house is gray.
1: Yeah. Aside from her kitchen, which has some red in it. Yeah. I don't know what you can read into
0: that, if anything, but... <laughs> 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 Maybe the kitchen is where you would typically have a modern day cauldron. Could it's warm. could be it. I don't know. <laughs> that's I mean, my it's, own yeah, it's
1: I've I've always. Uh, I mean, it's nerdy to say, but I've always thought of cooking as like it's
0: alchemy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's essentially what it is. You're just combining ingredients to make another thing. You know? Yeah.
1: All of the shots of because there's so many just wandering shots of her just walking. Yeah. There's just so many images of people walking from point A to point B. Or even, like, cars just going down the road in a couple scenes. This seasons. film is aggressively fall. Yeah. <laughs> and I am here for yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's the perfect time of year <laughs> to watch this movie. I'm probably going to be able to go to Salem on this road trip. Yeah. And um, I cannot fucking wait.
0: It's going to be really neat. This this whole movie
1: has just, like like, rejuvenated me. And it's, it's like a breath of fresh air in the middle of this fucking southern fried hellbilly <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's
0: it's a great tourism ad for Salem. It really is. And it was shot in Salem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can tell. It's shot yeah. in Salem. You can tell from the first scene. Right. Um, Which is great because it feels way more based in reality than a lot of his movies. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know if you ever watched those Grim Life guys. Yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, Grim Life Collective. They did a, a, a video, I think, last year of all of the locations from the film. Really? So I've got that saved. I'm going to watch it and try to... I'll probably... I at least want to go over that bridge that she goes across where all the leaves are blowing in. Yeah. Right up to the... Uh, I think the church is around that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so I initially had this movie at a 2.5.
0: I saw that Yeah, when I went to rate it the other day. So,
1: to me... I pretty much had all of Rob Zombie's other movies at like a half star yeah, or yeah. a
0: one star. When we met, you hated Rob Zombie. I'm still not a
1: big fan of right, his films. Right, right. <laughs> um, kind of growing to, you know, see the flaws and appreciate what is there a little bit more. I mean, I bumped up Devil's Rejects. I noticed that. Um, I bumped it down, but it's, yeah. still, it's still in good graces. Right. So to me, I was like, well, if all of his other movies are like a 0.5 or a 1, then a 2.5 is like, that's fucking that's a shining example honestly (laughs) um i
0: bumped this up to a 4.5 that's crazy yeah 4.5 yeah (laughs) wow yeah i'm i gave it a three and a half i've been wrestling with it since i gave it yeah that because i really really liked it and usually if i think about a movie more than a day after i've seen it i bump it up right like half a which might be happening soon yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably going to give her a four star. I a, had it at a four and it was like, it's better than a four. It's really good. And I also like on Letterboxd, especially with directors that have a big filmography, I like to rate the movie in context of their filmography. Fair. Yeah. As well as how well made it is or yeah. acted it is. And, and in, in context of his filmography, it's like, it's a four, four and a half easily. Heads and yeah, shoulders above. Yeah. It's it stands. Tall. All of these other movies. It's. Would you say
1: as tall as like a Sherry Moon zombie standing on a pile of corpses? Even taller. Wow. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Like maybe if that Sherry Moon were Godzilla sized. Oh, yeah, that's
1: fair. But yeah, it's those are big dreads. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) the smell. I don't want to. (laughs) Um, So, admittedly, on my previous watch of this, because this was only my second time seeing this, um, on the previous watch, I didn't get the ending. I didn't understand it. I kind of just saw it as this whole, like, Rob Zombie doesn't know how to end a movie, so this one just turns into a music video and then kind of melts. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And at that point, I was just like, I'm fucking done with this guy. This guy does not know how to do a third act for a film to save his goddamn life. But watching it this time, I was like, oh, okay. That was her passing through and accepting and becoming. Mm-hmm. What the movie told us she was going to become. Because in a normal movie, you would reject that and run from it and try to find a way to defeat the evil.
0: But she just takes it. Yeah. She just goes for it. It seems like Rob Zombie really has a fascination with the bad guys winning. Yes. Um, And I think... Which can be good. I mean, movies should have down endings. Yeah, they should. Uh, I mean, it's it makes, art, so... It makes the good endings even better. Yeah. I mean, you should feel <laughs> a range of emotions when, yeah. you, when you consume a movie or art of any kind. But I I think this is the the best way to write the bad guys winning. Yes.
1: And it also does his thing that he also loves to do of having ambiguity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the way it ends, you're not entirely sure what is going to happen or what happens. And you happened. get the, the radio or news report going yeah. over the credits
1: of like 30 people were found to have committed suicide in this, uh, theater or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you're like, did they all just kill themselves? Did she birth? Did she actually birth that squiggly tentacle boy?
0: Yeah. The squiggly tentacle
1: <laughs> boy. <laughs> or what? Um, I think this film is so good, uh, that it sits alongside films like the Sentinel, the Omen, or even hereditary. That's high praise. That's yeah. very high praise. It's a 4.5, my man. I know. <laughs> um, I know. We, have, we have three more films to go. Uh-huh. Um, I want to go out on a limb here, though, and say that Lords of Salem is Rob Zombie's best film. I'll and agree. it's an unsung masterpiece.
0: I'll agree. I agree with yeah. both. I agree with both. It's it's a movie I think more people should see, more Rob Zombie fans should see. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean it it's almost the anti Rob Zombie film. It is. It it's like if Rob Zombie tried to write not a Rob Zombie. <laughs> right. It was almost like he went into this film after Halloween
1: and had something to prove. Yeah. The only problem is, is that his fans did not
0: follow him on that journey. And that sucks. And it sucks that the wider audiences didn't come in on it yeah. because and maybe it was because, you know, directed by Rob. Yeah, Zombie. I it think they, I
1: think they 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 pushed it too much into that like Mm -hmm. like he's built a niche for himself that when you see his name you expect something Mm -hmm. and to put that in a trailer uh, almost negates everything that's in that film. Yeah in a way but on the other hand it is very much a Rob Zombie movie but not a Rob Zombie movie because it hits all of his themes. Yeah, it, it, I mean... He uses
0: his same crew and cast that he uses in everything. Yeah, I mean, it encompasses just, all just, of his beliefs, everything he's built towards. I think it, it, it's really a, an opus for him, a magnum opus. In it's terms great. Of, like, right down to his editing, his film technique. I mean... Yeah. It even interweaves, like you said, the sort of music video elements that kind of pervade all of his movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about the... The horror that's in it of mm-hmm. like, like there's some jump scares. Mostly the priest blah, blah,
0: blah, blah, just throwing yeah, up everywhere. That's the only one I even remember. Um, that and the the turkey boy coming into frame. Love turkey boy. Love, love him.
1: Big love fan him. of turkey boy. Great design. <laughs> um, uh, you got those like faceless dudes. These like um, these like Jacob's ladder looking motherfuckers yeah. that are following her around. Um, the like. Big dirty naked witch lady that just shows up and she doesn't really ever interact with. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah that uh, that scene of her in the kitchen.
0: Which one of the of the witch lady? Oh yeah, yeah, was really good. The the scene where uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips gets knocked off by those guys. Oh that, yeah, that touch him. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was really
1: cool. I think those dudes were played by like. Sid Haig and Michael Berryman.
0: Okay. I was wondering if Sid Haig would pop up in the movie at some point. His because, name's in the credits. At the yeah. End, but I was like, I don't remember seeing him. So I think he was those guys. I couldn't remember seeing him on my first two watches yeah. initially. And I knew it was shortly after this he got sick. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I knew that had to be close to his last appearance in right. a Rob Zombie movie. Other than Three from Hell. I don't
1: know. How you feeling? How you feeling?
0: We're halfway through the thing. We got one more episode to go. I'm rejuvenated in terms of uh, <laughs> right. I, I'm feeling better. You know, I had a bit of a stimulus with my sexy clown arc. Yeah, um, yeah, that did something for you. Yeah, it did. And, and I'm then, glad
1: you learned that about yourself. You know,
0: every day is discovery. <laughs> um, now, if only I could find a single clown woman. Yeah, but no, I'll keep my eyes out. Yeah, you keep your eye. You, your, you <laughs> hear see. you hear any slapping shoes or you honking see noses. something, you say something. Yeah, Honk, <laughs> honk. <laughs> but yeah uh Lords of Salem great I'm feeling excited to get to to the next three yeah uh have you you've seen you haven't seen monsters I haven't but I've seen Halloween one and Halloween two. one and two I'm not not to temper expectations I'm going in with very low expectations to the monsters I'm same yeah same i've I've seen nothing but trailers for it I've heard good I've heard bad me too I don't know. I'm low expectation. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, I remember actually having some not weird, but just kind of middle of the road opinions on the other two. So I'm I'm excited to see how I feel about them through a new, older me lens. I'm
1: not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but I got some hot takes for next episode. I'm excited. Um, There is a four and a half hour long making of Halloween documentary. On the Blu-ray. Oh, my God. And I'm like, do
0: I watch that? Uh, you know, I think it might be worth it. Yeah. Because I think Halloween 1 and 2 were sort of... Were they his first big studio films? Yes. Yeah. 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 I think it would be interesting to see him create in that environment. Right. Instead of his normal shoestring budget on on the spot. Everything was filmed. Yeah.
1: Like, the whole yeah. behind the scenes was, like, chronicled. And
0: I'm also really interested to see him maybe in a lens that's not filtered through his company or his fan base. Right. So maybe with a documentary that long, you kind of get to see more of his creative All right. you know what? For you, bud, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for talking people into watching stuff.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. That's what you're here for. <laughs> I'm a sucker for having people come over and me just explain movie plots to them. And you know
0: what? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it happens and you'll be explaining the plot and I'll be like, god damn, I didn't even <laughs> up on that. God damn! God damn, well shit, <laughs> slap my knee. Uh,
1: I'm actually looking forward to the next episode.
0: Me too. I'm I'm pumped for Halloween 1 and 2. Uh, I'm cautiously excited for monsters. Yeah. At
1: the very least, it's got fun colors in it.
0: Right, right. And I mean, like, it even if I don't like it, I know it's supposed to be kind of goofy, so I'm excited for it. And even if you don't like it, it's the last one. You're right. <laughs> um, and again, even if I don't like it, I could just go watch the monsters. Right. The show. Right. Which I do like. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we did the damn thing. We, we did the gosh darn thing.
1: Uh, tell the pe- tell the fine people what you're doing. Tell them to follow the letterbox uh, stuffs and all of
0: your yeah. all of your movie adventures. Follow my letterbox at Ratbot. I'll be doing the uh, the old gosh dang 31 days of Halloween. That you don't uh, have a list currently. I, I don't. You just got a stack. I got a stack. Yeah. I will be putting them all in a list on letterboxd as I go. Oh, though, cool. That's I, what I'm I, doing, I try too. to do that every year. I do...
1: I have a, a list of 31 that I make, and I stick to, but on letterboxd, I just add every horror movie yeah, that I watch in October, because I want to see how fucking gross I get with it. You get nasty. <laughs> I'm, we are, what, three days into this month, and I'm already 15, 16 deep? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's... It's been a lot. But I also count, like specials or like little one-off things like if if it's on letterboxd i will add it yeah they're the, adding shows the paul lind halloween special it's on letterboxd
0: it's on the list they're adding tv shows soon. oh just straight up uh, from what i hear yeah cool all right that's good because oh and uh follow me at instagram rat yeah. underscore bot
1: oh yes the show is on instagram at electric monster pod i'm on there at aerosol pro all right. So if you're listening to this the day it came out, I'm on the road right now. Woo! Which is very exciting. That's living right. in a van. Yes, sir. Van life. Um man. I might actually be in Salem right now as you're listening to this. Oh my god. That might
0: be pretty fucking cool. That would be a hell of a coincidence.
1: Again, um cool. I would have just done the Living Dead weekend mm-hmm. the weekend before this. So thank you if you came to that. And uh hey, thanks if you discovered this podcast through that show listen to the other episodes next week we're going to do halloween one halloween two and the monsters by one mr robert zombie and then uh we are closing the book of a thousand corpses we are (laughs) we are
0: bidding adieu to mr zombie and i will probably not watch another rob zombie movie for a good few years until the next one and well yeah <laughs> if it happens and you then know.
1: you'll have to come on the show and now you just perpetually do rob zombie movies Weird, with I'm me just until rob- you die I'm the hellbilly guy now I, you've always been my hellbilly <laughs> yeah no
0: problem <laughs>